I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Good evening and welcome to Brews Brothers Podcast Episode 4. We are live from One Under Craft Beer and Eats in Livonia. Thanks for joining us. We are doing it once again for the culture. And uh, one of our favorite establishments here. We spend uh, a considerable amount of time here. One of the hidden gems in the area. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. I want to make sure that we uh, acknowledge everybody that's here with us right now. Uh, We'll start with you, Mark. It's Donk again. Donk again. Donk again. <laughs> Don't get donked again. <laughs> we got the soon-to-be uh, birthday boy. Uh, what's going on, everybody? It's Christian here. Rookie. And guess what today is? Oh, boy. What, what is today? <laughs> it's Wayne's Day. Wayne's yep. Day. Wayne's Day. So hope you're drinking good. I know we're getting ready to drink good here. We've got what are we starting with? Some uh, deaths. We got some death by, by cherries. Yeah, we got some uh, Boris. Yeah, some Boris from Hopping Frog. Uh, Barrel Aged Third Coast. Barrel Aged Third Coast. Bourbon, Coast. Bourbon, oh, with, with more stuff yeah. coming up. Yeah, yeah. It's you know, gonna be a so good this evening. It's gonna be a great start. So yep. very good evening. Looking forward to it. Indeed, indeed. So <clears throat> might as well jump right into it. What what have we been drinking lately? What's been what's been good? Highlighted that, that we've uh, had since we last met. I know I had some um, couple of things that were gifted to me. Uh, Andrew gave me a just baked um, from Hitchhiker down in Indiana, right? Yeah, Hitchhiker Brewing down in Indiana, and it was a chocolate caramel toasted coconut wow. imperial stout. Pretty amazing. Say stout. that three times fast. I will not. <laughs> I certainly will not. <laughs> Anything else of, of interest that anybody would uh, like to throw out there in terms of what we've had recently? Uh, coming back to gifts from Andrew, uh, he went over to Four Elf and brought back some of the uh, 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 double cream in my pants. Double cream in my pants. Great name for a beer. Yeah. Uh, straight up peach juice, 10%. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a knockout. It's really good. Sounds Smooth, like warms up the belly, but doesn't... Uh, doesn't really doesn't overdo it. You, you don't get it in the mouth. I had that peach juice. That was good. Mm-hmm. Very good. We had a couple of. Uh, anything you had anything good, Christian? Um, just uh, my favorite beer at the moment, uh, Double Dunk. Okay. Um, that is, uh, yeah, man. I mean, for anybody that remembers episode uh, one, right? What? That was our. That was the highlight of our was uh, of our episode that time. But it also has kind of been a highlight all around i haven't had anything that's that's topped it um the only thing close for me recently 
has been the Quad Barrel Baptist. I really enjoyed that yeah, Quad Barrel. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. pretty fantastic. It was. Yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed that. So, um, yeah, that's the only thing that's that's really been close to that double dunk for me. Wayne, I'm trying to think, um, and I have not had anything really up to the double dunk uh, myself. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've drank a number of beers. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> a number, huh? <laughs> Keep it safe. A number, right? You know, having drank a number of beers uh, since we've been doing our podcast, since we had that uh, a few weeks ago, the only thing that's really coming to mind is some mead. Oh, what what mead may you have had that? Uh, yeah, I, I went down in the cellar and pulled out some old trams. The the guys who literally wrote the book on mead, huh? He wrote the book on yeah. mead. Yes, Ken did. Ken Tram and yeah. Uh, I pulled out a black Agnes. Okay, how's that doing? And right a now? red Agnes. Did you drink them side by side or? They're both doing phenomenally well. Okay, what year were they? If you don't they were them. both. I don't remember the years, but they were both batch twos. Okay, all right. You know, both so, drinking phenomenally, huh? Yeah. So I would say that puts them at about what maybe. Three years or so, maybe. Yeah. Bonkers, you, you know, maybe three years on batch two, maybe. So, but no, I, they're they're drinking very well. I have to look into it. I haven't had anything from Shrams in quite some time, so I have to I have to change that in a bit. Maybe over the holiday breaks, uh, break some stuff out. You know, and, and the crazy thing about it is, with the Shrams, I started contemplating. Um, today's my daughter's birthday. My oldest. Happy birthday! Happy birthday, Happy birthday Shaylin. Uh, shout out to Shaylin Phillips as she turns. I forget how old she turns. Of course you um, do, because that, that would indicate what that your age might right, be. Right. <laughs> you know, I'm just 39, so she's right. Uh, so she's got to be 20, know, 16, 17, <laughs> you know, something, something. Like that. Um, but no, I was. I, I, I've got a bottle of mead. Uh, well, if she's listening, her birthday gift is ruined. Right. Right. But I'm contemplating taking a mead and keeping it for myself, and maybe swapping her out. She won't know wrong? the difference. She won't know the difference. She's still getting a bottle of mead. You know, so won't hurt anybody. I don't know. Do do I just swap around and just put some cash in the car and keep the <laughs> mead? Or, you know. Well, I, I tell you, I'm sure she won't frown about cash in the car. I don't know. What do you think, Christian? No, I, I know your daughter. She won't be mad at all. She won't be mad at the cash. No, she won't be mad at all. <laughs> See, but the problem is, I'm worried about her sneaking and. You know, sneaking the meat anyway. Well, that's why you got to put that put that bottle somewhere where it's not usually stored. Yeah. You know, roll it up in your sweater drawer or something. <laughs> it's in the sock drawer. It's in the sock drawer, right? You know. You know the, the bad thing about the wife finding out about the cellar is that the kids find out about the <laughs> everybody cellar. Everybody knows. Yeah. Not everybody knows about the cellar. Yep. Yep. You know, it used to be just my little secret hideaway. Yeah. And now, now no longer. Knows. Yeah. yeah. I will say I uh, am drinking this Bell's lampshade that I had uh, been sleeping on up till up till now. I had when it came out, I did not have an opportunity to grab any, or did not take an opportunity to grab any, and uh, happens to be on tap here at One Under, and it's actually a really really nice double IPA, really nice you know Midwest IPA, nothing gimmicky. It's not hazy, it's not fruity, it's not you know any of those things. It's just a straight up. Midwest IPA, um, nice malt to hop balance um, at eight percent. I think it is eight or eight and a half percent. Got a nice kick to it. It's good stuff. Good stuff. 
this uh, <clears throat> this revolution, death by cherries, is is right on. Death by cherry. That's what you started with. Yeah, <laughs> I started with that one too. Yeah, as, as you see. Yeah, thirteen point one percent. Is it really? Yeah, get you straight. Well, you don't taste you it. You don't taste it at all. So got a nice no. light, not a fake cherry taste to it. Uh, pretty good. Uh, it's not super heavy on the malts, but uh, just well blended. I would agree. You don't get any fake adjuncts in there. You know, I hate when you could taste fake flavoring. Tastes yeah. like cough syrup. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. Higher higher math. Like, the yeah. higher math yep. from uh, dogfish. From dogfish, yeah. Yep. Straight up cough Straight syrup. Up. I don't care too much for it, but I also don't like cherries. Pass so. it down. Oh, oh, yeah. One way or the other. That's not, the, that's not it. That's not it? That's the light dog. Oh, the light dog. I really don't like that. <laughs> oh, man, you jumping the gun. Oh, no, man. <laughs> Try the other end, Christian. That oh, that, I that, started that. on the wrong end. No, I think that's the first one. Okay, I didn't have too many already. <laughs> right. Cut Christian off. Right. right. And it's where it started. <laughs> right. What do you think? No. Still not still a fan. Huh? No. Still not a win? No. Hmm. Okay, well, we'll have to take back his birthday present. Let me make sure mine are in order. So this is the death or is this the death? If she lined them up, it'd probably be that this one. That, right. one. that one should be the day. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, still lots of cherry and bourbon in the nose. So, Christian, what's your plans for your birthday? Five oh, days man, away. That's nice. What are you doing? Oh, uh, well, I'm turning 21. Um, so, allegedly. Yeah, uh, allegedly. I don't really have plans. You know, I do have my birthday beer lineup. Going to do a, a birthday bomb. Um, Obviously. As Which one year? does. Uh, 17. Okay. 17. Do do 17. No, do you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got access to That sounds, you know, sounds like an offer <laughs> right there, Wayne. <laughs> you know, I would definitely, I wouldn't turn that down. Okay, well, so, we probably could make a birthday happen yeah. for your birthday. Yeah. So, other than that, spend some time with the fam. That's pretty much it. Can't ask for much more than that. It's no, a good, it's a good birthday the best right gift there. I get. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I am liking this Death by Cherries. I had it at the Barrel Age Fest that they did here a couple of weeks ago. And it was good, and I actually think I like it better now. I don't know if my palate was off because I had something different to eat then or whatever, but this is go- it's doing really well. Yeah, super smooth. Mm-hmm. Warms the belly, though. Yeah. You can feel it once it gets down there. Mm-hmm. We did not acknowledge Andrew Werner sitting over there. Andrew. Pouring beers for us, hanging out. You can have to get him on the mic at some point tonight. Yeah, yeah plenty of room. Switch out. Plenty of room. Now, next up, we got this third coast, mm-hmm. barrel aged third barrel aged third coast. Has anybody had this previously? I've not had the barrel aged, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about third coast for just a second. Third coast was my intro to um, barley wine, and it is kind of my old standby. Okay, if there is, if I'm somewhere and they have third coast, oh, I'm getting it. There, that is kind of my standard for barley wines. Um, there was a time before I knew quite what I was dealing with. <laughs> I would drink three or four of them in a night. And, wow. Oh, yeah, because they were good. Yeah. And obviously I'd be asleep, you know, but. How'd you feel when you woke up? Not too bad. I mean, I was young, okay. and, you know, bounced back quick. Today I'd probably be asleep for an entire day, you know, behind having four of those. But So you'd be donked. I'd be donked. I would be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that was my intro 
uh, to barley wines. I'm, I'm interested in seeing how this BA is going to do it. It's uh, bourbon barrel age. Yeah, uh, that and Expedition Ale never misses from, uh, and their Imperial Stout actually too, uh, from Bell's. You can just plug it away. I mean, Bell's, are, you know, I can't say it enough. I mean, they're, they're, they do solid work. Um, and they're, they're consistent. They're, the stuff that they put out generally tastes the same. Um, you don't get a lot of variation between, uh, years and things like that. So if you got a 2015 Expedition Stout, it's, it was good when it was fresh, and it's going to be good three years later. Um, so, yeah, Bells has a solid, well-earned reputation. Speaking of Bells, has anybody seen the list that's come out rating the states on the who has the best breweries and they rated all 50 states? And Michigan came in came number four. four. Michigan yeah. came in number four. And it's got a lot of backlash around the country on uh, some of the national sites that Michigan's Overranked, and, and 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 with that, they were referring to Bells and Founders as our two best-known breweries, being overrated and has-beens, so to speak. Um, and you know, what, what anybody got some thoughts on that? I, I, I disagree. I mean, if you're talking about Bells and Founders being overrated, um, I I don't think that's the case. A lot of people are um, saying, and particularly with Founders. Um, saying that their BA series isn't as good as it was um, and things of that nature. But again, and I've said this before, and, I, and I'll always say it when this subject comes up, it, it's a matter of the industry having caught up. Everybody's doing barrel-aged stuff now. But Founders is kind of the OG when it comes to that. And again, the industry has, has, has caught up. So while KBS is not a whale anymore, or CBS even for that matter, is not a whale anymore, they're still good beers. And for those that say otherwise... You know, I, I don't every, everybody's palate is different. Right. Um, but to say that those beers just aren't good quality beers to me is is disingenuous. You know, um, whatever issues I have with them um, business wise aside, the beer is good. Yeah. And I think it's a, a lot of people who are confusing the business side with the beer quality as well as those folks aren't tasting what's new in the state. Right. You know, drafting table, old nation, ascension. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yep. We got some great Axel, Axel, Batch. Yeah. Batch. I mean, we're loaded. Homes. We, 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 we are loaded. Yeah, we are loaded. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've got all the bases covered. I mean, between ascension and homes, I don't know who's doing better any IPAs right now. Right. I don't know who's doing better stouts and strong ales and batch or Axel or, you know, any or drafting table. Doing stuff like you know Mallow. I mean that Mallow was, was that Mallow was almost on the lines of hands. Yeah, exactly that, and then doing stuff with you know palatable and things like that. So you know, if you if you're only extracting bells and founders without being familiar with anything else in the region, um, and I think that's what it was. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what, and I don't think you can make a fair assessment. Just yeah. that's just like if I were to say, well, California shouldn't be number one because all they got is Ballast Point. Clearly, there's more than Ballast Point coming out of California. Right. That might just be all I'm familiar with. And, and speaking of California, they didn't mention Bottle Logic. See? It was field, did they mention Fieldworks? I don't, I don't think remember. so. Fire, so yeah, Fire, Firestone Walker? Yeah, I, I mean, I think yeah. they, they mentioned Firestone oh, Walker, but I don't remember seeing Fieldworks or um, Bottle Logic. And, yeah. you know, that first time I had that FO for the first time, 
Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And, and the first time I was <laughs> Thanks, able to Juho. Have, You're right. a hero. <laughs> Where you, where's my hero? And that first Get time me. I was able to have some stuff from Fieldworks. Get better, Juho. Thanks to Brian Williams. You know, again, I was I was blown away. And he's like, yeah, it's just a small place, you know, in the Bay Area that, that just makes good beer. Now, Juho, we know you're out there listening. You're right. We know you're out there trying to recoup and recover. But, you know, you were supposed to bring a few things tonight. and <laughs> Send your proxy, man. Well, where's your proxy? You know, you Daniel have some birthday Hine beers did, did, coming to us. Yeah. Did you give you some beers to bring to us? Happy birthday, Dan. Happy birthday, Dan. Out there in Daniel Land. Happy birthday. <laughs> so, uh, Juho, we still want to have those beers. And, you know, don't forget about that. But get better to you and your family. Yeah. And also, just to follow up on Bell's, like, two-hearted ale. That you can't front on that. I mean, it's still one of my favorite IPAs. Absolutely. Hits you a little hard, and you can't, you know, you don't want to go on a canoeing trip with it. Right. But, but sitting, sitting on the back deck with that. And I mean, you can find it at stadiums. And, and, like and yeah, you can find it everywhere. You can find it everywhere. And it hasn't, and it hasn't, changed, it hasn't changed a whit. Not, uh, not at all. Not a bit. It's always, it's always just been, you know, for some people it's a little too resinous. But. And that's the question I was going to ask. I was going to bring up. Too hearted, and the question is: Is there really, if we're talking about pure, true to style IPA, is there a better one available? Something markedly available that you say, you know what, this beats the hell out of Too Hearted. Not in my opinion. I mean, like you said, it's readily available. Yeah, if they don't have anything else. They're going to have probably a, a Too Hearted, and it's yeah, it's good. Yeah. I don't know. I can't come with anything. Mark, anything from you? No. I mean, that's why I brought up Two Hearted. It's right. one, it's one yeah. of my favorite, like, OG Yeah, because, I mean, you know. IPAs. And, and locally, um, you know, Old Nation is, is the rage, and deservedly so. They're doing great work. But when you're talking about a staple, kind of traditionally made IPA, I don't, I don't know how you get any better than you know, too hard. Yeah. Seasonal. You can find it in a gas station. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't care, you know, yeah. that, that, you know, they Four produce, they have six pack bottles, that they produce so cans, much of whatever it. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. cares? You yeah. can get it. It's delicious. Yeah. And there's still a craft brewer. What? Now, now, now Harry, I've got two points mm-hmm. and I, I don't, I don't, I want to jump in, you know, because I'm 39 now. Right. Right. You know, Old so man. I, I want to get it. I'm remembering. Um, the first point is maybe after the break, let's get back to the business of founders and some conversations we yes, had yes. regarding them. So yeah, and and what's on going on with that conversation? Because I do have a little bit of a yeah. update, so yeah, to insight, speak. Insight on that. Yeah. Um, but we just mentioned Old Nation. Mm-hmm. If what Old Nation says is true and the early reviews they're getting ready to change the game of beers all together. All together. And and they've got a 7%. Uh, what it, was it a New England IPA? It's a Brute. A Brute. Yeah. A 7% Brute coming out. Yeah. With less sugar and less calories than Michelob Ultra. Yep. <laughs> huh. So for all you people that are trying no. to stay in shape but still want to drink some good beer, from what I understand, we're about 30 it's days very out. good. It, it, it's supposedly very it's good. Supposedly, very, I like the style. Old Nation, you're on. You, you, you're on the clock. You're on notice. You're on the we clock. We can't wait to taste this. <laughs> this game changing beer. Yeah. Is that the B forty three? That's the B forty three. Yeah, yeah. So allegedly, it is about thirty days out. So you know, I, I do believe it's a brewery only release initially. Huh. Okay. Um, so 
for those of you that have connects with people that frequent old nations, start talking to your people now about getting a couple of cans. But, um, oh, wow. So, you know, I'm going to I'm going to get Amanda on the mic real quick. She's been our our waitress this evening and has taken such great care of us. She just brought us always 2017. I think is that a what you see what vintage it is. That's right on 2017 Black Note. Um, She just brought it in and cracked it open for us. Um, Amanda, you want to come talk to us for a little bit about what it's like to work over here at One Under and how you guys kind of stay under the radar? Here, I'll, let you, I'll let you borrow my mic. I'm nervous. <laughs> don't, don't be nervous. nervous. No, we're, all, we're all family here. Since, since, since we don't have Steve here tonight to jump Me. on right, the mic. Right, you'll, you'll, be, you'll be his proxy. I'll talk with you. You can use okay. that mic. So how long have you been working here at One Under? A little over three years now. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So have you noticed in that time your, your craft beer crowd picking up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, recently we did a barrel age day. We were here. You were here. Yeah. I probably waited at you. <laughs> I think I did. Yep. yep. Uh, and those days like that, we just get such volume of people. It's crazy people we've never seen before. Yeah. All new faces. Yeah. We're on our tip top game. Mm-hmm. Like it was so crazy. We had to open up upstairs. Yeah. And yeah. turn on the game up here too. Cause it was just yeah, a it's lot def- of volume. And like Wednesday nights with the $3 and $5 beers. Can't beat it. It's a really good deal for a craft beer. And a lot of people really enjoy it because sometimes it can be a little pricey. It does but, be pricey. You know, if you find a good deal. Yeah. It's really worth it. And we also have... What do you mean $3 and $5 beers? Explain um, that On Wednesday nights at 8 o'clock, our non-barrel-aged beers are $3, and then our barrel-aged beers will be $5. So for those of you, because that's the word, and, 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 I'm, and I'm always going to be candid and honest. You that's the, that's the, the Right. You guys are going to have a, the Please, doors going on I work on, on Wednesdays. Wednesday. Come see me. <laughs> um, so for those of you, and, and I'm always candid and honest when, we, when we're talking on the podcast, one of the complaints about One Under is that, oh, they're so pricey. I hear that, too. So for me, because I, I live in the area, it's certainly whatever, whatever price difference there might be is mitigated by me not having to travel to the other side of the right. world to get some good beer. Right. So if price is your problem, come out on Wednesdays. Anything non-barrel age is $3. Barrel age is $5. Doesn't right. get better than that. That is about as good as you can get. a flight of non-barrel aged beers for, I believe, Twelve to thirteen dollars, and a mm-hmm. flight of barrel-aged beers for fourteen dollars. There it which is. Which is really wow. you get four. I think it's five-ounce glasses yeah. of beer, and you can choose any four beers you want, and you can mix and match. But if you do get a barrel-aged, you will get the barrel-aged price. But right. even fourteen dollars for four or five ounces of barrel-aged beer is really not that bad that's either. Phenomenal. Not bad and that's every day. Yeah. That's, a, so, that's, that's, a, every, that's an everyday price? That's an everyday price. Huh. Unless we're wow. having a special event, we won't right. serve flights, flights that events. day. But yeah, every day. So in, in the three years you've been here, have you noticed your craft beer crowd picking up? Because I think the first time I came here, um, one, I was surprised because it was 10 minutes away from my house mm-hmm. and I'd never been here. Um, but two... Most of the crowd had like, you know, Corona buckets and oh, yeah, Bud Light sure. buckets and things like that. And while I, I'm sure that's still kind of your base crowd, have you noticed more craft beer drinkers coming over that over that time? Yeah, I do see quite a bit more. Um, just a, a lot of people come here to try it. So they don't have to, like you said, drive everywhere. We have beer from all over the state. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we have a long time founders 
beer. We love them. They, we always have them. Yeah, Steve's um, a founders guy. He oh, loves yeah, founders for to death. Yeah. Sure, for <laughs> sure. Uh, I've noticed one thing a lot more barrel aged beers coming around, even on our menu. I feel like that taste is coming around more than like the IPAs and stuff. Barrel aged mm-hmm. is really making its appearance. I feel like this year has been a really good year for barrel aged beer okay. here. Um, but yeah. I'm definitely a fan of barrel-aged beer. If you want me to drink a beer, tell me you put it in a barrel, and I'm that much more (laughs) excited about having it. So if Pat's goes in a barrel, are you going to drink some? No. I'll 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 give it to her. Did you see the Lena Kugel's barrel-aged series? Or Miller Lite or Coors Lite, I always suggest beers that I find very similar. So like Founders Solid Gold, it's a very light lager, so it's kind of like a Founders version. Right. You know, so you don't always have to choose Bud Light or Miller Light. There are beers that you can find that you'll enjoy from sours to fruit beers to BAs. So, so you're reading my mind. I was actually going to ask you that very question. So so you do find people that are uh, drinkers of, of, let's call them macros, like, you know, Bud Light and Miller mm-hmm. Light. They are they do sometimes migrate over to a thing Oh, yeah, like they founders, will. They'll try uh, things. Especially, you just have to tell them that it, you know it's available like oh you might like this beer instead of mm-hmm. going with your traditional bud light right. not to hate on bud light or anything but it is a craft beer bar so well, right right <laughs> ellen's got a founder's uh solid goal how you how you feeling about solid goal over there ellen oh sorry i didn't i didn't mean to put you on the spot and make you take your earphones off Do you have other teams oh, i was gonna say yeah. though, so. a plus oh yeah a plus. Oh yeah. Got a, got All right. A plus. Got a plus. Do, you, do, you, do you normally drink like Miller Lite or Bud Light? I or? do hams. <laughs> oh <laughs> man, Bush oh, has hams. gotten All to right. her. Land, land sky blue waters. She's that over, you know. <laughs> well, Amanda, we know you've got other tables to attend to. Yes. Thank you for taking such great care oh, of us up here. Welcome. We'll see you in a bit uh, right. with our next round. I guess. Yeah. All right. Thanks All a lot. Right. You're welcome. And shout out to Matt Bush who was converted over to hams. And and we're gonna we're gonna try to win her back before the night's over. Please and get please. her off the ham uh, revolution. <laughs> yep. And that Matt Bush train, he's trying hard. To, yeah. To, oh he's he's really trying to subvert the the movement here. And uh, I definitely also want to recognize Steve Tamina, um, the owner of of One Under, for having us out and being so hospitable. Uh, Amanda has been his proxy, so to speak. He wasn't able to be here physically this evening, but um, definitely are taking really good care of us. And quite honestly, take really good care of us whenever we uh, whenever we come out. We come here for uh, special releases and special events. And uh, Steve never hesitates to make sure we've got space and make sure we get whatever it is we need. So definitely. And if you're out listening now and you're free and are so inclined, you can come down and hang out with us. We are at uh, One Under Craft Beer and, and Eats uh, in Livonia. If you want to come out, come to the back and right through the banquet doors and you can't miss us. And Steve is definitely a friend of ours, and, and, and again, uh, we appreciate his also uh, love of Bruce Brothers. Yes. Like Harry mentioned, no matter what's going on, uh, he has a special space for Bruce Brothers reserved, no matter how uh, rare the bru- the brews are that he's bringing out. We've always got a spot. So shout out, Steve. Thanks very much. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All the time. So um, I did take a sip of this uh, bourbon barrel-aged Third Coast, and it is pretty amazing. Um, the barrel seems for me to pull out some of that dried fruit. Oh, yeah. um, hey, I don't know that that so far out of the 
the uh, barrel age third coast was very nice. I, I like the cherry, but the first th- three for me, the winner is this Boris. Oh, you. <laughs> Wayne's getting a little bit ahead of us here. What are you talking about? (laughs) Wayne has the thirst upon him. Right. Wayne has already downed his first three, and I'm still working on it. He liked it so much, it went down one. (laughs) (laughs) I had that Boris at at the Barrel Age Fest, and it it was probably my favorite um, that night. Um, Trying to remember what else we had. Oh, well, Death by Cherries was was a close one, but um, the Boris probably was my favorite that night. We we've got it's it's got some stiff competition coming up I, uh, with the double donk and, and the blue double donk. Uh, is that the blue note over there? The black, 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 black note. note. Yeah. yeah, you know, black note is always solid, without without exception. It's uh, splitting hairs, but yeah, that Boris is really close. I like the I like the death by cherries just a little bit more. Oh. We'll leave it to you to split some hairs. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the bell? Where's the bell? We got to get a traveling bell. We got to get a traveling bell. Only you got to keep a bell in your box for us. That definitely was it. So what were we saying before we had Amanda come up? Well, we were talking about the brute. The B forty three, the B forty three, right? And I mean, that really, if if it is what it supports to be, that's going to be dynamic and, and game changing. I mean, to a good beer with less calories and, and less sugar than than Michelob Ultra, which quite honestly, that fine water. I mean, which quite honestly would fit right in line with what Old Nation has done. I mean. Since they dropped M43, they really kind of have been on the cutting edge, so to speak, in terms <laughs> didn't like the like off on huh? um, in terms of quality Northeast IPAs coming out of Michigan. I mean, they, they set the bar um, and others follow, you know, others, others follow suit. There's a lot of good any IPAs coming out. Uh, coming out of Michigan since M43 came, and I, and uh, you know I think that I don't I don't have any expectation that B43 would be any different. Um, I know that there's a couple of breweries that are doing brewed IPAs. The one that I had from uh, Oddside was really good. Um, shout out to Wes O'Leary, um, always making sure we're good with the Oddside stuff. Um, but so I, I like the style, so I'm anxious to see what uh, De- uh, is it. Brew Detroit or Beer Detroit? Brew Detroit. Brew Detroit. Yeah. They do a very good brew also. Yes. Yep. Yep. Good coffee style, Vi- too, by the way. Uh, cold Brew Detroit. Really good. Really Vi- good coffee Vi- style. does a great brute. I've not had theirs. And I think that Vivant uh, might be my number one brute that I've had so far. Really? And I like the Brew Detroit. I like Odd Size, but that okay. Vivant was. Huh. That's pretty special. That's strong praise coming from you. Yeah. Okay. I'll have did, to- it, did it have any uh, sour tinge to it at all? I no. mean, Vivant's usually right. It, it, it did not have it, it did not have any sour twinge to it. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fan of sours like Harry. <laughs> you know? Is there Man, any I, chan- chance we could get uh, the B43 um, for one of our podcasts prior to the release? Or Old Nation, Old Nation, you're on the clock. Right, you're on the clock. Can we get a pre-release B43 review? Right, so yeah. we can go so ahead right. and uh, you know do some work on. We will be 
in studio again. I don't know. They might be scared to give us a review. Right. We took apart that strawberry. That strawberry. Right. 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 <laughs> Is that Mark? That's a member. Mark logos. Yeah. 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 So yeah. They, they they might be you know they might be like Tyler Perry in his movies. He's not <laughs> letting them out to the critics before That's right. That's before right. he opens. Hey, you know what? And, and I touched on it. Speaking of January, and I want to I want to mention it while it's on my mind. So our off-site or remote broadcast in January will be January 16th, and we will be with our good friends at Ale Mary's in Royal Oak. And we're making an event out of this. It's Dinner with Bruce Brothers. The first 100 people to sign up are welcome to come out and have dinner with us and hang out while we do the podcast, uh, while we record live from Ale Mary's. Um, again, the folks at Ale Mary's have always been great to us. Um, and we'll expound on that a little bit later. I, I don't want to use up Steve's one under time to talk about L. Mary's. Um, but again, January 16th, mark your calendars, come out and hang out with the, uh, with the Bruce brothers. And, uh, food is always really good. Beer is always really good. Company will be really good. So, um, that's where we'll be for our remote broadcast in January. Do we want to talk about our next barrel today or wait till next month? Let's wait till next let's, month. Let's, yeah, let's wait till, let's next, wait till month. next month. Yeah, yeah. Well, hint, hint, we've got another barrel coming out. We do out. have another barrel coming hint, hint, out. We've got another barrel coming and it, it's out, but we'll be, wait on that. We'll wait. Kind of, it's be kind of a big deal. It's going to be very big. Kind of a big deal. So um I think it, it, and it might be even more apropos for February. Well, that's when it's coming out. Ah, so yeah, we don't want to wait till the last minute though. So yeah, yeah so we'll talk so about we'll, it next we'll talk, month. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about we'll it next month. But just be on be on the lookout. Yes, it's uh we got something coming. Um, that's going to be a pretty big deal, uh, working in conjunction with a local institution. Uh, it's really going to be, a, a an interesting venture, something I don't know that anyone else is doing or has done. Um, so yeah, just, just be on the lookout for, for future, uh, announcements about big deals coming out of Bruce Brothers. You can't, can't, can't wait to let that cat out of the bag. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's going to be redonkulous. Redonkulous. <laughs> So, uh, Christian, what are you uh, what are you enjoying over there? I know you didn't like the Zukov, excuse me, the uh, the Zykov and the Death by Cherries. What what did you like? Um, the Boris was probably no. I'm gonna go with the Barrel Age Third Coast. Barrel Age Third, you did Barrel like Coast. that one? Okay, all right. Yeah, so we think that one. Three beers. Three people have picked one as their favorite. Yeah. Harry, for the tiebreaker out of the first three, who gets it? I got to go with the third coast. Wow. Because it's so unique. Is it because it's his birthday? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, it's so unique, and, it, and it's my first time having it. Okay. Um, and it was it was really, really good. It's something I definitely would uh, would drink again. Um, but, yeah, really unique. I like that, that, that the bourbon barrel kind of pulls, like I said, those dried fruits out a little bit. And uh, – Kind of rekindles my flame for my original uh, barley wine experience. So yeah, yeah. I have a question. Since we're we were just talking about uh, Michigan beers, what would you guys say is your favorite Michigan beer? Oh, my favorite Michigan. So if we're are we talking about consistent, readily available stuff, or are we talking about uh, no no holes barred? Nope. No holes barred. No holes just barred. What's your favorite beer? I had uh, a couple of years ago. Drafting table. Shout out to Mark Vessel. Did a mean peanut butter bean, which was a bourbon barrel aged peanut butter stout. And it was absolutely amazing. 
And I cannot say that I've had anything quite as amazing um, that's come out of Michigan or anywhere else for that matter. It's probably one of my favorite all-time beers. That and maybe um, the original uh, Imperial Barrel-Aged Neapolitan Stout. The 2016 version was phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And this year's is good. It just I was about to say this year's. It's, it's really good. It's, it's great, as a matter of fact. But the uh, the previous uh, iteration had just a little more body. It was it was a little thicker in the mouthfeel. Um, but yeah, between that between that uh, the sixteen variation of that and the uh, mean peanut butter bean, those are the ones that are most memorable to me. Okay. What about you, Mark? Uh, probably split. The original release of uh, Barrel Aged Expedition really mm. was. That was at the top of my list, but <clears throat> got to give Witch's Hat a little credit too. Cause, oh yeah, because yeah. uh, tracks tracks is tracks is consistently good. good. Yeah, I mean they started adding a little lactose to it, which pleased some people more. Mm-hmm. Um, I I liked it prior to that. Yeah, uh, it's just so peanut buttery and chocolatey, and uh, you get that bourbon taste in it really well. So mm. those two are really good. I like the Oreo cookies uh, tracks too. Oh man! Yeah, it's yeah. pretty amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> cookies, uh, and cookies and cream. Yes, I'm sorry, cookies and cream. I, I don't mean to do any uh, trademark violations here. <laughs> cookies and cream. Wayne, your favorite Michigan beer? If on a, I mean, I mean that's a tough question it because is. my apologies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you want to say okay. Is it something that I can get on a regular basis mm-hmm. and, and thoroughly enjoy as often as I like? Yeah. Or is it something that was a one-time release and it was just so phenomenal that I wish they would make it again? And, or I wish That's where I, I am regular. with that peanut butter bean. Mark, are you yeah. listening? Or bean, and, peanut butter bean. And Mark Vessel, uh, we hope you are listening because if I can get some more of that mallow bean, mm. Mm-hmm. That mallow bean was phenomenal to me. Yeah. yeah, there might be a there might be a bottle of old rip uh, ten for you in it. Oh, yeah, that that, 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 that <laughs> you dig up some of that. That, 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 that mallow bean was was just so phenomenal. Um, and if it was readily available, I would say that it was my favorite beer. Okay, it's hard to say that your favorite beer is one that you can't get often. True, true. You know, so I, I can as much as I enjoyed it. I can't say that it's my favorite Michigan beer, only because of that. Okay. And with so, in that terms being of readily said, available, what would you what would you call me? I mean, you know, I'm addicted to Old Nation, but um, outside of my addiction, uh, because I just went crazy over the Boss Weed and M43. Yeah. Uh, to me, I like that Bell's 30th anniversary. Mm. Oh, I mean, okay. Because That's it nice. was just phenomenal. solid, phenomenal. phenomenal. It's yep. aged well. Yeah. It's just getting better with time, and I think it's getting more enjoyable because we know it's coming to an end. I just spotted <laughs> the uh, Barrel Aged Traverse City Whiskey variant on the menu here at one sixteen from yeah. twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, it, it's hard to beat that one. You know that, and, and of course, Expedition Style was a favorite for so long, and is always. I thought so that was going to be your first one, your your initial call. Yeah, it was. I, I mean, but. The 30th knocked it out. Okay. Only because it, it was much more flavorful. Yeah. Uh, but And 30th it, is still on the shelves in some places. You can still find it, it here and there. Yeah. You know, you can stumble up on it. That's why you got to keep on stumbling. Keep on stumbling. 
So, Christian, you asked the question, what's your what's your favorite Michigan beer? I, I think that was a good segue because uh, if anybody listened to the first podcast, Bruce Brothers, my gateway beer was uh, Expedition Stout. Mm-hmm. Still probably my favorite uh, Michigan beer. Um, okay. And I actually love the, the BA Expedition Stout. So those yeah. would probably be my two go-to well, brews. The BA is on the list, too. It's on the, it's on it the is menu. on the list. Yeah. You're going to have to add both of those. So, again, quite, quite a tap list here tonight. Um, so, again, if you're out and about, Come on out and join us at One Under. Have a couple of good beers. What's that? Draft night seven starts minutes. in seven minutes. $3.09 BA, $5 BA. Yep. 75 options on the tap list. It's a lot of beer. A lot to choose from. A lot to choose from. So, yeah, like I said, if you're, if you're out and about or you're in the area, stop through and have a beer with us. Thoughts on uh, River's Edge? I wasn't a fan, and, and 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 I don't know if it it tasted. Um, I think whenever you use a Scotch barrel for beer, when you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. You know, it depends on which scotch barrel you're using. Most of the time, they use something that's pretty peaty. Mm-hmm. And it's going to overpower it. And, it. and it really overpowers and, and takes away. So, to me, it was not well blended. It, it, it just kind of, you know, it has some remnants of the peat in the back. But I, yeah, I, think I, if, I really didn't enjoy it. I think if this would have went one way or the other, like more peat, I would have liked it more. Or, it was, too, or it was too far in the middle. Yeah, yeah it, it was, it's kind of rum, brandy, and scotch. Okay, well, what are you? I'm sorry, bourbon, rum, brandy, and scotch. So yeah, that's, that's what I wanted to clarify for those that are, that aren't looking at the menu uh, like we are. So what we're talking about now is the uh, Rivers Edge Lykoff, which is a uh, barrel aged bourbon, rum, brandy, and scotch uh, stout, and it is 11.9 percent, so 12 percent. Um, I in, I like it. I don't love it. Um, I think that the Scotch barrel is prominent, but I think that the rum kind of round the rum and the brandy rounded out a little bit. I think without those two, that Scotch would be even more poignant, um, poignant rather, and uh, and make it even less palatable. Um, than I think what what now. killed it also, in my opinion, was we drank it after having that Boris, which was good. Yeah. The so Death it, by Cherries, it, which was it's, good. It's suffering place in the order. And, 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 and <laughs> we had that barrel-aged third coast. Which, I mean, it, it followed three powerhouses. Well, well yeah. Chris had it first. 
And he said, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't I like, I don't like this. No, I didn't like it the first time. And then I didn't like it as we finished it up. <laughs> but if he's finishing it. It's a lot going on. Like you said, you got the bourbon, the rum, brandy, scotch. It's, it's, it's a little astringent on the tongue, too. A bit. So. Yeah. And, and again, it, it's a lot astringent. Of it's not, I don't, I don't know that I would. that in a sense. <laughs> right. I wouldn't go looking for it. But if somebody gave me a glass, I'm not giving it back. Donkerisms. Um, <laughs> donkerisms. Yes. We, we have plenty of those. I, I don't know how many of them are. are Proper for uh, bollocks. <laughs> bollocks. That sounds like a medical commercial. <laughs> you need to wipe that scar down. All and scrape your Get leg. Some astringent, yes. Get some astringent, yes. So we got a whole another lineup of uh, non BA beers to get to, as well as a couple of bottles here. Now we still have that. Uh we still have that Wizards Burial Ground from uh, 17. Ah, yes. We got a 2017 Wizards Burial I, I Ground think we coming can, up. I think we can leave that towards the end. Doesn't and sound like a bad idea. Towards the end. Yeah. Yeah. Might and see then, how how that um, compares to something 16 in our memories, maybe so to we'll speak. Take, take a quick break while we get ready for the next I was going to say, yeah, this is probably a good time uh, for just a little bit of a break and set up the next round of drinks, if you will. And uh, we'll come back and uh, talk a little bit about Founders and what's going on with that whole piece. And we are back with Palette Cleansers, Ruse Brothers, Episode 4, live from One Undercraft Brewing Eats in Livonia, Michigan. So we are uh, set up with our next round of beers, um, which we refer to as a palate cleanser. So we got some IPAs. Set up here from a number of local breweries, kind of broken and uh, split up in the middle with a uh, milk stout uh, from Drafting Table. Um, so our first IPA here is Austin Brothers' uh, Aren't You Peachy? Now, I had a mango milkshake IPA from them that was good. Um, so I'm presuming that this peach um, is going to be at least as good. Smells like a lot of lactose. It does. Does it smells like a peach smoothie? One next to the tweed, first on your left. Yeah, that's well, pretty. That's, is, that's pretty that tasty. Pretty. It's exactly peach milkshake IPA. That's exactly what it is. That's, that's good. exactly what it is. Austin Brothers out of Alpena. Yeah, gotta yeah, good gotta, work, Austin got, yeah, yeah, you gotta yeah, no, gotta give good. some props to the East Coast there. Yeah, yeah, this it's, is good uh, stuff. Not too bad. My first Austin Brothers. I had uh, a couple years ago okay. at the uh, my cookout. Mm, okay, we had the one of the Austin brothers, aren't you? The Mercules. Yeah, that was phenomenal. the Mercules. Yeah, because we and, were trying to get a hold of like some M forty three or or whatever right. else, and I think it was Ashley turned Ashley us on to turned the us on to the Mercules. Shout out to Ashley Price. Yeah, over the holiday. Yep. And, yep. and and that Mercules was, was a winner. I was drinking it all night. I was like, and yeah, I need more. A lot of non-craft brew drinkers yeah. were loving the Mercules by yep. Austin Brothers. So yeah. they hit the scene a couple. They they were just they were brand new to the scene then. Yeah, and they they've been pretty strong in, in their offerings. Well, this peach, uh, this aren't you peachy? This peach milkshake IPA is nice. Yeah, it hits all the notes. It does uh, really smooth. Smooth. Oh wow! It's got a little peach in it. <laughs> It got an old wild. It's got that. Uh, it's got that. Uh, that milkshake taste. That lactose heaviness to it. And it doesn't. When you look at it, you don't expect that. No. It, it's clear. Yeah, it's clear. Right. So it's not not, not, not hazy at all. Like yeah. Yeah. Good and stuff. a solid six percent. Yeah. For milkshake. Yeah. 
Uh, drinkable. Shout out to Austin, bro. Nice work on that. Still, Alpina. Where is Alpina? Far it's from up, Detroit. Up past Tawas City. So if you drive up. <laughs> Okay. So where is like? Okay. All right. All right. All right. So wait. Every other weekend. Wayne, you you drive up twenty three, and when it splits off from seventy five, it goes right down the east coast of Michigan. So okay, they were known for their uh, concrete uh, production up there. Mm, That was or cement. Now I've got to say, and keeping with the culture, is. A lot of Detroiters, myself included, never knew that you could drive in Michigan for another eight, ten hours without leaving the state by heading north. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, when when, when we left Detroit, typically we headed down south South, to go back and visit relatives from where we migrated from. Yeah. And it wasn't, I I I was a lot older Mm -hmm. when I realized that, wow, Michigan. Is a huge it's a state lot to see. Yeah. and a lot to see, yeah. and, and and so you know, shout out to Tawas and and all those other places that I, you know, unfortunately Alpina. have never heard of, <laughs> right? Yeah, haven't been to, yeah, and are in our great state of Michigan. I mean, you make an interesting point. I mean, I've traveled twelve, fourteen hours south, uh, you know, throughout the country, but never. Now I've driven to Florida. But yeah, exactly. I've driven to Georgia, to Alabama, to uh, yeah. Louisiana, um, but certainly not. To towers. To, not to towers, right. <laughs> and, and for the very reasons you mentioned. I mean, I had reasons to drive south. You know, family in Georgia, family in Alabama, things like that. I don't have any family in towers. But apparently there's some good beer in Alpena. So, well, um, good good golf up there in uh, mid-east the Michigan. Or is, no. It's not no, quite, no. That's not the UP. No, no, no. no. So it's, it's, it's east, right? It's, it's east. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, towers is right on, Tawas City is right on the coast, and then Alpena is right on the east coast there on Huron. Oh, wow. Or uh, Lake Huron. So not even that far. Yeah, but you can drive 10 hours up to the top of Keweenaw Peninsula. Mm-hmm. So that's a long drive. Yeah. But summertime, best place in the world. And if you like snowmobiling, it's great in the wintertime, too. I'll stick to the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Particularly because I don't want to drive I second in, that. <laughs> in the weather that would facilitate snowmobiling. I've got a snowmobile story that I probably shouldn't tell, mm. but I'll tell it. Does anyway. it involve Hearns and some PBR? It doesn't. Okay. All it right. doesn't. Proceed. It doesn't. Um, shout out to my wife. Hello, wife. We uh, had gone out to Vail in Colorado. And we went to a ski resort. And we're not skiers. But we said, okay, we can go on a, what the bunny slopes, right? Or, you know, what have you. Yeah. But the first ski resort we go to is with a black diamond. And for those non-skiers like me, I didn't know what a black diamond was. But I come to find out that the black diamond is for expert skiers and the hardest hills to ski. Mm-hmm. And, and and so they it's, it's like, you know, I went from a novice to a professional level without anything in between or even beginning. <laughs> But this is where the snowmobile comes in. There's this thing they have, have called night biking. And night biking is you're on a bike that's on one ski. Now remember, it's at night, night biking. So you put on a miner's cap with a light on it, and you get on this bike on one ski, 
and go down the hill. This is on a black diamond? On a black diamond. Oh, my goodness. On a black diamond. Wow. You know, I'm not afraid to say or ashamed to say that the first time I tumbled, I said, come get me. (laughs) I'm not trying to (laughs) fall my way down this hill. And um, then the next day, we tried snowmobiling. Again, on a black diamond. We're just, you know, gladness for punishment. <laughs> and we get down and, uh, again, we have to come. We get rescued from snowmobiling on this black diamond, on this steep hill that all you, you just see the bottom. But the worst part of the story in Vail is my wife always finds an uh, outlet mall no matter where we go. She found an outlet mall in Hawaii. So, of course, she found one in Colorado. We rent a little Yugo. I guess it was a Yugo. Anybody remember the Yugo? I do. Mm-hmm. I do. It may, maybe it wasn't a Yugo, car was like but a it, was, you know, it was small enough. The, the car was Roller smaller skate. than this table we're sitting at. <laughs> Had a couple of gerbils for an engine. Yeah. And <laughs> we looked over. It's a blizzard. In a Yugo. In a Yugo. Yeah. Going to... The outlet mall or coming. I don't remember whether we were going or coming back. Was the car full of shoes or not full of shoes? I can't remember because all I saw was the edge of this mountain. (laughs) And with no rail that, you know, one wrong turn and, you know, you're off the cliff. Yeah. Yeah. And you talk about white knuckle driving. Absolutely. I held that steering wheel so tight. Yeah. That was the scariest I've ever been driving in my life in this blizzard. In a Yugo. In a Yugo, getting ready to fall off a cliff. I mean, if, if you're in a Yugo, you might as well have been on a moped. Hey, I, I might have felt safer on a moped. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, we'll, we'll tie that back to the great Colorado beers because I got oh, back to the yeah. ski resort. Yeah. And, and and just enjoyed myself with a bunch of beers. Of course. And a bunch but of hot toddies. You got to settle your nerves. And we did something that was about my speed at the time after okay. all of that. Yeah. We did a little sleigh ride. Oh. Oh, that's nice. The wife it's, had to like that, too. The wife had to like that, and, and we drank a bunch of hot spice cider. Oh, so you were feeling again, good. Yeah, yeah, so feeling, feeling very good, good after yeah. almost losing good. our life. <laughs> good recovery. Good recovery. <laughs> so next up is, is one of our group favorites. Uh, for those of you who are part of the Bruce Brothers Facebook group, you know we have a... Uh, well, we call them weekly meetings, but they don't seem to ever end or necessarily daily begin. meetings. They are perpetually in session. Perpetual uh, meetings. So we have a uh, boss tweed here in front of us. I tell you what, it's hard to beat a three dollar glass of boss tweed. When I came, <laughs> when I came in, I got here early so that I could eat, and I'm looking at the menu. I'm like, I want to get something that I don't usually get or something that I haven't had. But Boss Tweed is $3. And I ended up going with the lampshade. And I'm glad I did because now I know that I like lampshade. But it was I had to arm wrestle myself, man, because, uh, like I said, you can't Boss Tweed is already good. But you're talking about $3? You can't, buy a, you can't buy a can of Boss Tweed with $3 in the store. 
you old nation anonymous members. If you're out there listening, boss tweet is three dollars right now. Three dollars right now. It is. <laughs> it started is it? fifteen minutes ago. Yeah, the the meeting. The meeting has started. So the meeting has started. I will now call and convene <laughs> our weekly perpetual meeting. Yes, indeed. Of old nation anonymous with this boss tweet. Boss tweet and, and it's cheers. just three dollars. Three dollars for cheers. boss tweet right cheers, now. Cheers, gentlemen. Cheers. Mine's already cheers. gone. Yeah, I say I'm with Mark. Uh, uh, I dropped mine already. already. Chris and Chris and I <laughs> down the hatch. Yeah. What about Andrew? He's got a little left. I mean, nothing we can say about this that hasn't already been said. It's just a... It's delicious. It's a stellar... It's my... uh, It's my IPA. It's my every Sunday, third third hole. Yeah, that's your brew. 10 a.m., crack it open. Yeah. It's about as good as it gets. What's better? Mm. (laughs) Uh, Mimi. Oh, okay, yeah, me my that me my yeah me, my. that that was just a little that was just a touch better again splitting hairs but I'll do it I would I would put it neck and neck you know what I liked about that no, me I don't my. know let's let's get back to Mark and splitting hairs is it because, you know it's just because you're trying to make them last Mark is that why you're splitting them or you know why split them because but because if I if I split them I've got twice as many. <laughs> you know okay. that that fair me enough. my the, fair the enough. thing that I remember most about that is. When I opened the can, the entire room smelled like pineapples. It had such a it did. pineapple, like citrusy uh, feel to it. It was a really, really well done beer. Great collaboration. Um, but short of that, I mean, I think Boss Tweed is kind of is kind of a now. Class is that of the, seasonal? Is the, is the Mimi going to be seasonal, or is that just a, that's a question from Mark? One off or what? Mark, Mark Logos, talk to us because that was a great, great beer. Because I know yeah, Boss Tweed is, is seasonal now, right? Right. Well, I mean, it used to be seasonal for three months. Now it's been seasonal for six. I'll I'll take that season. Well, next step is having it be year round. Yeah, love to see plenty of Boss Tweed in the stores and on the shelves. You know, available all year. Like I said, it I doesn't hang out long. Still, you, it, it's it still hard to find. Long. It is. And, and again, I don't know. And when I say what's better, I don't mean just here. Um, I mean across the board. Yeah, yeah. I've not had. Um, a little North place out of Massachusetts, you know, tree tree somebody or tree somebody. They lost their yeah, luster, man. I was just saying that earlier, um, earlier this week. To uh, matter of fact, yesterday somebody posted uh, about a treehouse brew that they had had that wasn't uh, wasn't treating them so well. Um, but I am a huge fan of Trillium. Um, yeah, and yeah. Uh, they they've got a couple that are really really good. Um, just had Brew's brother Brian Davis walk through the door. Thanks for joining us. Pull up a chair. Amanda will be back up to uh, take your order in terms of beers. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm a huge Trillium fan. I have a few that I really like. Uh, heavy Metal. Um, the Victoria, the Vic Secret Cutting, cutting tiles, tiles was amazing. That was. I, I know that you was. loved it. Oh, man, I, was, I loved it. Still got I, a can of that. Oh, I loved I was, it. Um, <laughs> you got a can? I got a can. Of Vic Secret? Wow. Yeah. Oh. I told, Saving it for science? I told, no, I told Brother James I'd give it to him. Uh, James Welshans. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, And he hasn't gotten it yet? Well. He doesn't want it. I haven't, I, 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 haven't, I haven't seen him in a while, so. <laughs> James, you better get on it, man. James, you know. <laughs> Wolverine, Wolverine is uh, distributing their... Uh, uh, Mexican Spiced Massacre. Oh, are they? Yeah. This mm. Saturday, starting at noon. That's interesting. Not to, wow. not to put props out to them, but uh, you what know, the heck? Wolverine's solid, man. Well, Wolf. that have you had? Massacre. You've had that. Uh, the Mexican Mex- Spice is Mex- good. Yeah, it's good. And, and I'll tell you, just as why, why you bring them up, and I'll get back to my original point, Wolverine has done such a great job of sticking to what they do. 
so many breweries and so many businesses in general are, and, I, and I'm sure it's even got to be tempting for them to once they master something, try to move on to something else. And ultimately, it ends up being their unraveling. Wolverine has said, hey, we make lagers. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> if you want something other than a lager, then you're going to have to go somewhere else. But we do an imperial pale lager. We do a barrel aged lager. We do a coffee lager. You know, we do all we do of lagers. These we do lagers. And I and I applaud them for sticking to their recipe uh, and, and and doing such a great job with it. Um, Speaking of Wolverine. Yeah. Ha- have you heard that they may be potentially in a little bit of trouble? I haven't heard it, but uh, Sasha posted something the other day that they have a Groupon out. Um, and that kind of sent up a flag. Um, I, I hope they're not in trouble. Um, Sasha lives out that way and was saying that they are consistently crowded. Um, so I, I would hope that. I mean, they're, they're a great the Groupon break. just maybe a way of reaching out to new potential maybe just, yeah, clientele. That, that's, or, uh, when, they, when they were newer, like uh, first couple of years, they did Groupons for their uh, mug club or membership. Okay. So I I don't think that's a that's a sign of anything. Just a sign that they're they're just trying to increase their participation in their membership. Try and get more okay. people on the membership. I don't know though. Yeah, every time I'm in that place now, it's it's packed full. So, well, good. I'm not a I'm not a huge fan uh, of them. I like them, mm-hmm. but it's one of the few Ann Arbor places I don't have a membership to, and that might tell you something. But all their wow. beer, all their beers are good. They are, and I wonder. I wonder if Holmes has kind of oh, pulled some of their some of that away because Holmes is doing great work, um, and Holmes has a bit more variation in terms of styles. Like they do a little bit of everything with the. I don't think I've seen a stout. They don't from make India. a good stout. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 well, they had one barrel aged one that was was all right, but from from, from Holmes. Holmes. But, I've never seen a stout there. But, but if they stay in their lane, like with the sours and the, the IPAs, sours and IPAs, they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, so yeah, I mean, so so to my original question, like I said, I don't I don't know that there's a better any IPA around than Boss Tweet. Uh, no. And, I, and I'm sure I've said it more than once on the podcast, and it just happened to come up because I got it in my glass right here. Um, so we can move on to, let's see what we got next. Uh, our, our good friends from over at Drafting Table. Mark Vessel. Mark Vessel. Mark Vessel, if, if, if we don't come to some agreement, uh, we're, we're going to, you know, think of something that we could do to kidnap you or something to get our hands on some of that mallow. I mean, some we got to work something out, brother. Something's got to work. So in front of us, we have this uh, buzz blanket. Nice, and it, nice. Nose, nose, nose is fantastic. Coffee. Straight Co- coffee. coffee and roast. Yeah, yeah, that's beautiful. I don't have it in front of me anymore. <laughs> oh, hopefully, you can, hopefully you can remember apparently how it Wayne, tasted. Apparently, Wayne. Wayne is a college frat boy tonight, <laughs> and is down in every glass of beer he gets like a shot. Got to, got to keep those glasses away from Andrew. Andrew two and one at a time. Andrew, I think your idea probably was right on point. Was maybe we should just be rationing him, bringing him one at a time. That's really good. Yeah, that's nice. Really good, Sasha. We might have a milk stout that you like. Wait, don't worry. Very, co- table, very, blanket. very, very coffee forward, but yeah. but not not so much that it bites you. Not so much that it bites you, and it's not burnt coffee. Right. It's like that perfect roast point. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. 
Buzz Blanket. Oh, wow. It is uh, number thirty-five on the this on the main. This is well done too from drafting table. Only uh, only three dollars a glass here at uh, mm-hmm. one under tonight. Three dollars a glass. glass. Can't beat it. You know, can't beat it. I'm starting to feel maybe we should have come here and let the secret <laughs> of Steve and one under out because <laughs> this is just a great bargain. Well, you know, they're such good friends, Brian. They take such, such good care of us. I would certainly love to bring them some business. But, I mean, you know, people choose not to come, and it's not crowded when we get here. That works for us, too. You know, either way. That The the next one we have up is also from Drafting Table, Hard Fall. Ah, uh, yes. the Oh, the West Coast Double IPA. I also looked at that uh, instead of getting uh, And that's Boston 10%. You, you, can't, you can't tell any of that 10%. Well, we have a ten percent. We got a ten percent. A non-barrel age, and they call it a palate cleanser. Right, non-barrel age palate cleanser at three dollars for ten percent. Mm-hmm. It's fruity on the nose. I expected more resin. A little bit of resin in there. It's nice. Certainly cannot detect ten percent. Definitely not your standard. Resonance West Coast IPA. Yeah, you look like you got some thoughts running through that through that mm. head of yours, Mark. Yeah, it's not my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I drink it. I well, I'm drinking. Well, you're it, drinking it, right? But <laughs> I drink yeah, it again. Out, out of uh, out of out of uh, drafting table. It's it's probably one of my least favorite. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah it's not bad, but I'm with Harry. You can't really uh, tell the ten percent. That's it's, I mean, it's well hidden. It's well hidden. Yeah. Be my, I, I, remember, Mark's a brewer. Mm-hmm. You know, so when you say a West Coast IPA, I'm guessing that the brewer is thinking of a more resinous type of That's, offering. It's got it's got a pretty good amount of bittering in it, like the back end bitterings, mm-hmm. a little too much for me. But certain types doesn't it have cer- that you'd like? To certain see? types of hops really strike. I mean, for certain people, like the the more alpha heavy uh, hop styles bites them and that's what happens to me that's why mm-hmm. what i usually use like lesser alpha high alpha uh hops in my beers and it's so, because so that the, is so I, the, I brew what the, i like to drink for the layman what are we talking about when we say alpha hops alpha hops is kind of like uh how how bitter it is mm-hmm. on the on the tongue so usually <clears throat> when you use bittering hops that's what you use earlier when you're making your beers, mm-hmm. uh, and then you'll put in like uh, aroma hops later on, gotcha. which are okay. kind of lower alpha hops. See, I don't get a lot of the alpha hops from that. I don't get a lot of bitter from that. I don't either. I, and I, I thought maybe it was because I was chasing this uh, buzz blanket, but it, for me, it felt pretty well rounded. I didn't get a lot jumping out, um, which is which is why I thought the ten percent was well hidden because it's mm-hmm. you know. Well blended. And that's why I thought, you know, like I made the comment earlier, that it wasn't resiny enough hmm. as a typical West. You know, typically West Coast is, is very hoppy. Right. Yeah. You know, whereas this was more of the the new West Coast, uh, West Coast, East Coast blends that are coming out. Because even on the nose, like I said, it was a it was a little fruity, almost yeah. almost like tropical. So not not like a citric fruit, but. A little, almost like a tropical. Yeah. You see a lot of the West meets East IPAs out yeah. nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to touch a little bit on a couple of things. One being kind of the ongoing saga uh, that is Founders. And we touched on this 
with regard to founders and the accusations from one of their former employees and the lack of diversity amongst their staff and uh, some other things that that are alleged to have gone on uh, with regard to the uh, environment and culture um, in working uh, reported by those who work or have worked for founders and uh, I've been in communication with some people uh, from founders because that is certainly a, a, a passion of mine when we talk about craft brew. And, and I think that, that I share that sentiment with everybody at the table and probably everybody in the, in the Brewers brothers group at large, I, I'm a huge proponent proponent of inclusion across the board and no one should ever feel unwelcome in any environment uh, craft beer included. And so having had some communication with the folks at founders, uh, I did send them an email, uh, follow up Friday evening. Um, I saw a meme that was floating around in some beer groups. And so I, I emailed them to let them know that while there may not have been, there may not be a whole lot of conversation surrounding it right now, this thing isn't going away. Uh, and that they have a, it would be in their best interest to. What was that meme here? Um, there was a, so there was a meme, uh, a, a Facebook meme that was going around that had a picture of a hooded Ku Klux Klan, Klansman, um, and it said KKKBS. So essentially, uh, referring to the racial insensitivity that goes on at founders or is to have, to have allegedly been going on at founders and putting an additional couple of K's in front of KBS, uh, thus, Implicating or or, or uh, insinuating uh, racism by uh, connecting them with a kid with a Ku Klux Klan image, which, though a bit extreme, gets the point across that you know, like I said, this thing isn't it's not going anywhere. Um, and for those people who are concerned enough about what's going on to indeed um, boycott founders, myself being one, and I was very honest in my email and saying that you know. Until some action is taken, I can't in good conscience continue to purchase, you know, founders products. And to their credit, uh, I emailed them on a Friday evening. I did not expect an immediate uh, return email. But Monday morning, I did have a return email stating that they are actively addressing uh, ways to address that culture and that they have uh, candidates in place to interview for a diversity and inclusion uh, specialist to work See, with them the, and, the, and kind of uh, the same and kind of advise them moving forward and things like that. And. I haven't responded to the email founder sent me a couple of months ago regarding that situation. Um, to say that they've got a couple of candidates lined up right now, two months later, is very slow and lethargic, in my opinion. Um, we've got a 75 tap list here today. They've got some founders standards and great ones. Great ones, yeah. From founders and, and, and as I picked the beers off the tap list, I strategically stayed away from some that I would have jumped on. I did the very same. Uh, in normal times. Yeah. And, you know, I think with the way that they're moving so slowly and it's almost like that they want it to go away and think that if they don't address it, it will just disappear. And, and a very similar situation um, has been happening at, at my youngest daughter's school. Mm -hmm. And uh, we talked about this with Andrew and Mark a couple of days ago. 
you know, with, with, with some of the um, lack of inclusion that that's going on. And it, it, it's not something that you can just ignore right. and say that, okay, if I don't address it, it'll disappear. It gets and worse. life can go on yeah, it, because it, it really just festers mm-hmm. and you make it worse by not just addressing the situation yeah. and trying to at least impart some systems that will include uh, inclusion that will be a more diverse offering mm-hmm. um, because you've got a diverse crowd that likes your beers, right. that likes your products and, you know, looks to be represented especially with founders being in Detroit and Grand Rapids, right. two very um, high minority areas. And it calls into question how much you value that market space. Yeah. You know, and, and I said that in my email. I said, you know, I, I don't know the percentage of your customer base that is, you know, people of color and how much you value that particular mm-hmm. market base. But what I'm telling you is that that market base is there, regardless of what the number is. And that this issue is not going away amongst, you know, amongst those people. And if, if founders, if founders, if you're listening, um, we, we, we love to get you on the show. Oh, absolutely. And, 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 absolutely. and, and maybe address this w- without um, just talking about you, but talking with you. Yeah. Um, because in my email, I alluded to them. You might not see it or recognize it, but in the national group that, that Harry is referring to that they were both uh, members of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's over a thousand members nationwide, and it's a and unilateral the, and, and, boycott. And it's a unilateral <laughs> that's a boycott. Thousand people that on. aren't buying Founders beer, you know, that's why. Of that. When we talked earlier about the Michigan being ranked number four, yeah, that came up in conversation. Yeah, you know how can Michigan be? You, you know, and and with the mention of Founders, it, it took away from everything else. Yeah, that the other Michigan breweries are doing. Yeah, because of the unilateral boycott going on that. You know, and, and even I wouldn't say that Harry and I have been advocates of founders, but we've at least relayed their messaging. We have in yeah. terms of saying, "Hey, they are they're attempting doing to address right. it. They haven't overlooked it, but they're moving so slow. It's like uh, I don't know how you know much longer we can say. I can't. <laughs> you know, you know. I, I, you know there. And as you said, there was a time where I was where I did say, you know what. We've had some conversations. They are moving on it. And for me, while I get that hiring, making a permanent hire for a position like that is not something that happens overnight. Being acquainted with the industry in terms of uh, diversity and inclusion and things of that nature, what I do know is that a stopgap is to work with a consultant until you get someone permanently hired look, in. Man, it that's, doesn't take two months. It, it doesn't. Look, that's, look, that's, look at the that's, Starbucks issue. Starbucks right. had the issue. They did. And Starbucks shut it down and, and had diversity training they for sure the did. entire uh, community. You know, they, right. their for entire the entire corporation. corporation right. For the corporation. Within a matter of a couple of weeks. And you know what Starbucks and, and, did? Starbucks reached out to civil rights organizations. Yeah, they did. Those organizations didn't have to come to them. They right. said, hey, we want to bring these people to the table and put this training together so we can make this thing happen. How substantive that training was or has anything changed? I don't Mm -hmm. know. But at very least, the the public perception is, hey, love it or hate it, they came out and they did something. And again, I get that making a permanent hire for a position like that doesn't happen overnight. But again, the stopgap is just like anything else. If you you were hemorrhaging cash and you needed to get rid of a financial officer, 
you wouldn't leave that space vac vacant. You would contract somebody until you have somebody that you're confident in to handle your financials. Right. right. You're in the financial industry. Is that, is that an accurate? It's very accurate. So if you if you're financial, if you're hemorrhaging cash and you got to get rid of the person that was there, you don't leave that space empty. You say, you know what? I need a consultant. We need to contract somebody until we finish this search and can place Let's someone there permanent. Permanent position, right? So now having that, knowing that, and looking at how slowly you're moving on this, kind of tells me where the priority is with this, and it's not a it's not a pretty picture. So, you know, again, founders, you, we, we'd love to have you on and, and love to have a, have a conversation. Um, I never wanted to sound like, um, I'm bashing anyone and I'm always a proponent of dialogue. I, I always understand that there's more than one side to a story. I always understand that three sides, always three sides, right? Your side, my side and the truth. And, and, and that truth usually lies somewhere in the middle. And, uh, and, and I get, again, I get that nothing happens overnight. Uh, and in, in, in any industry, however, I also understand that something substantive could have happened well before now um, and to have candidates in place. And we're still looking at however long it takes to decide. Amongst I mean, those candidates, candidates in place means like they just went to the Internet and, and pulled some resumes off the right. divine. I mean, candidates in place, that's that's. And well, it, it's something that's, that we, that's, that's, it's something that's that we real, can't man. prove or disprove. We discussed right. this in episode one, too. Yeah. We did. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, that so was two months ago. Two and a half months ago, yeah. Um, you know, at this point, we could say, all right, well, what's your what's your diversity rating at this point? Mm -hmm. Right. Like two months right. later. Yeah. What, how, I'm, I'm, what, guessing, what I'm, guessing the, I'm guessing the needle hasn't changed a bit. I'm if, just guessing. If I, right? if I had to roll the dice, I would be right along with you in that guess. But, yeah. you know, still, I mean, I, I'm... Definitely uh, boycotting them too. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. How? I, I mean, it's temp I mean, certain beers come out like they're uh, like the MF Donkey. Yeah. And then uh, the Panther Cub. And I tell you, I wanted the Panther Cub. I, I really. I did. wanted it, and man, I stayed away. And I stayed away for that for that reason. Yep. Agreed. It was, it was simply that reason. It was that and that alone. If it was um, opened up at a share, I'd try it. I didn't renew my membership then. I didn't renew it now. Mm -hmm. I am going to go down and pick my mug up. You know, because you I, pay I, I paid for it, for it yeah. so it's my mug. Yeah. Um, but uh, until they do something, you know, I, I will. I, I'm not going to burn my founders that I have in the cellar. No, no, uh, that, that's crazy. Drinking it, yeah. yeah. I paid for it, <laughs> and, and I will be drinking it. Yeah, but it, it will be without fanfare. It will be without post. Mm -hmm. and, um, and that's what I do. And, when, I, and, when I drink my founder's beers, I don't post them on my IG. I don't post them on the Facebook group. I drink them. And and, and I will not be buying any new ones yep. until something is done to satisfy me that, that, that they're moving towards inclusion. Yeah. That they're moving towards respecting their communities where their locations are. See, now I feel bad because I just bought a... a Christmas uh, vertical set from Founders. Get out. 16, Get out. 17. You are banished from um, <laughs> the Bruce Brothers oh, podcast. No, I do feel bad because further I notice. thought, you know, from, you know, the first podcast, I know you and uh, Wayne had sent the email and they responded. Mm -hmm. And, you know, maybe that was a little bit uh ignorance on my part to think that something had changed in between right, right. now before uh, 
making that purchase, I probably should have done a little bit more research. But well, and, and that really wasn't. You know what? It's funny because there's no research you could have done because you know you wouldn't have found anything more than what well, you would have done months about ago. It. Yeah, and that and that also is something that could have been done. So even if you're even if you're conducting a search or you're interviewing candidates or whatever the case might be, at some point there needs to be a statement saying, "Hey, this is what we're doing," and Inclusion is what we're about, and it's what we aim for, and this is how we're moving towards that. But there hasn't been so much as a public statement. Um, They're not doing anything, man. And, 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 and to me, that's, and that's the, the biggest problem. Line. Yeah, that's yeah. the biggest problem. So you know, um, silence implies complicity, and as right. long as as long as nothing is moving, it tells people that you're okay with this. And as long as you're okay with this, I'm not okay with you. And, and it, it's that simple. Like I said, um, while they while they make some good quality beers, a lot of people are making good quality beers, and there are a lot of other That's decisions it. I can make in terms of where to spend my money there, and where there's not a, to spend a, it. A, a lot of Absolutely. opportunities, and, and and we've got like we had the Boris earlier. Yes, Boris is new to Michigan by just a couple months now, right? Yeah, yeah. Hop, Hop and Frog just Hop started just distributing two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, there, there's plenty of places that can fill that void. Yeah, and even even more local breweries like we were just talking draft about and homes, table. and we talk about draft and table, and we talk about Ascension. Yeah. Ascension just did Gorilla Day, and you know, so their stouts are are they're, amazing, they're, and they're they're amazing. IPAs are amazing. So I mean, again, so you're looking at you're looking at losing market share in a in a in a market that's getting tighter and tighter. Mm-hmm. And I get that Founders is a big boy, and you know. Is a, is an OG in the game, so to speak. But at at the same time, that does not make you immune to, like I said, losing. Pro forty five was an OG in the game too. Pro forty five used to be an OG in the game. <laughs> I think I think you can still get it. You probably See, still can. Yeah, I would imagine so. And, so and and, and and just like you know, founders, if you're listening, you don't want to turn into code forty five. You don't want to turn into code forty five. And, and, Sorry, and what's it, what's Colt forty five? Right, I, I'm afraid. I'm afraid we've dated Christian. Christian doesn't know Colt forty five, but I'm familiar I, with that. I, again, I, I I have this conversation not to impugn or degrade founders, but just to draw attention to the fact that again, whatever whatever portion of the market space we occupy should be an important piece of the market space. It should. This holiday season, you know what I have on my wish list? Adventure. That's why I got a new Honda during the Happy Honda Day sales event. They have a whole lineup of rugged, all-wheel drive SUVs, CRV, Pilot, Passport. But at the end of the day, I drove off in a new HRV with a bunch of safety features. And best of all, I got it on clearance. So don't just sit around knitting an ugly holiday sweater. See your local Honda dealer for Happy Honda Day's clearance pricing today. Visit Hellsberg.com for safe and easy ways to shop this holiday, like free shipping and returns, virtual shopping appointments, or buy online and pick up in-store. And right now, get a free Microsoft Surface Go 2 with the purchase of $1,499 or more. You gift, you get. Limited time offer while supplies last. See online or in-store for details. And when issues like this come up, the way to address them it's not silence. That's the worst way. It, it is. It is worse to be silent than it is to make a a, a a poorly worded statement. 
Because at very least, I can say, you know what? They tried. I see what they were trying to say, and they just were poorly advised on how to say it. But at this point, it just looks like pure inaction, which, again, you know, uh, it, it communicates that you're fine with what's going on or, or, or what you've been accused of, some of which has been corroborated. Okay, we've got some new. Th- and yeah, we got. You heard the glasses switch, uh, clanging. We, we got glasses clanging. Things some, some glasses were removed, but we've got a few new things in front of us. Uh, now the first one. Come on, Andrew. Tell, tell, yeah, tell us what you drew. Uh, pull up, pull up a chair, man, because we want to talk to you about a couple in, of man. things, man. I want to talk to you about this Rochester Mills box, man. Well, well first, let, let him tell us what, what we're drinking. Yeah, tell us man. what we're drinking, and then we'll uh, get off into that. Don't. We're getting to it. Okay, <laughs> Ellen. How much time we got left? We, we got time for minutes. Andrew to talk about his about his Rochester. We're, 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 box we're seventeen minutes out. Seventeen minutes. Oh, we got plenty yeah, of time. We, we, yeah. What's up, Andrew What's Warner? What's going on? Welcome to the mic, man. I haven't seen you in a minute, man. Good to see yeah, you, brother. Just a couple minutes. <laughs> a couple minutes. <laughs> now, what are we drinking first, Andrew? Before we get to yeah, your favorite you set topic of conversation, the new beers. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't do the last palate cleanser. Yeah, we didn't. I didn't. But well, I did. Well, I had a whole did. glass of it earlier. It was a lamp. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah uh, so was I just poured beers. up. We had a uh, odd side bourbon barrel imperial Mayan mocha stout. Mm-hmm. That's first. So that's that's first. first. Okay. okay. And then we had the uh, 2017 black note. Yeah. And then, and uh, then the just double every, dunk. everybody's favorite, the uh, double dunk. Yeah, son. That's short on mine. Well, they're all Ooh, short because I wanted to save the yeah. most for me in the bottle. <laughs> you know, I've, I've never been a fan of any variant of the Mayan Mocha. It's too spicy for me. I'm not a spice in my beer guy. Um, I know, yeah. I know, some people love it. I'm just not one of those people. I've poured that beer for a lot of people, and they've always been disappointed with it. I, I kind of enjoy it, but yeah, too much. Not too much. <laughs> too much spice. I can't. <laughs> I can't. It was fine until right in the middle when it. Spice Come on, Harry. Where are you from down south? I mean, where, where are you folks from? Alabama, Mississippi? My dad's people from Alabama. My mom's people from Georgia. See? And I know y'all have some spice in those greens from Oh, those yes, places. indeed. Yeah, but it's not habaneros. Okay. <laughs> it's Frank's. It's Frank's. <laughs> maybe, maybe some peppers from the garden, but they're not hab- habaneros, i tell you that. So, yeah, that, that spice is a little... And so the double donk is last? Mm-hmm. Yeah, double dunk is Black the little, little poor. Double dunk. You might not like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you're gonna like that, man. Let's let's split Christian's double dunk up. Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. I'm gonna move on to this black note, which by the way, I don't care how old it gets. I don't care what vintage it is. Black note is always gonna be good to me. Okay, well, there, speaking there's of good to you, and yeah. I understand how black note is. Yeah, and, and, and I'm sorry to interrupt your fan. No, interrupt because I, I, I know where you're going with this. You I know, know where so, you're going. So I started. To so I had to interrupt your fanboy statement. That's right. I'm a black so note fanboy. I so like why it. Why are we talking <laughs> fanboys? Let's get Andrew to talk about Rochester Mills. He's hey, such a big Andrew, fanboy so, for so Rochester yeah, Mills. Just a little background, if, if you've not been listening. So the last the last episode, uh, we were in studio, and uh, Sasha uh, was there with us, and we were talking about the Rochester Mills Holiday Box. And uh, it got out of the gate a little bit because um, nobody at the table, with the exception of Juho, who I think was more trying to be diplomatic than anything else. Nobody He's really likes the box. Too. He's a yeah. fanboy, too. Nobody likes the box. However, Andrew um, likes the box. Yeah. So, Andrew, can, can you talk to us a little bit about the merits of the box? the box for years, Yeah, too. but yeah, you, you're uh, an OG with this. Three, so can you, three years running now. You'll talk to us about it, man. What do you enjoy about it? 
I don't know. There, that, maybe that's nostalgia a little bit, but that Rochester Mills is one of those first beers that I got into. So, okay, you know that that taste maybe has ingrained itself in my brain somewhere <laughs> and said, "Hey, this is one of these good things that you oh, like." A special place in your heart. Huh? Yeah. So, Andrew, I don't I don't like to go back and drink private stock, but you know it's still <laughs> a special place in my heart. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you I want to try drink it out. It. Oh, okay. You need to go back to private stock. <laughs> See once what happens. <laughs> No, I I really just enjoy the uh, the the way that they market it. I think is really cool because they're putting out twelve beers for you to try try twelve variants. It's relatively affordable in today when you have to pay ten dollars to get a barrel aged stout and you can get two dollar beers. So let me ask you this: So is it more affordability or is it the taste of the beers? It's probably both because there's a lot of the beers that come out of that box that are just I wouldn't try them again. Like that that blonde. <laughs> What? Stout that they put in there, man. That almost got drain poured. Oh. <laughs> so, so well, let, let me ask you this. So, in the three years that you've been buying the box, has there been improvement? Definitely. 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 So, what's improved? What, so, what, what's I, been better year over year? If if we get the uh, the brewer back over here, I think he'd uh, back me up on this. But there was okay. definitely a, a metallic flavor. Yes, I that agree. You used to it get. Was. Yes. And this year, in specific has been almost zero to me. Now, let me ask the brewer about this with the metallic, because the metallic taste, is it because the canning processes have gotten better or the beers have gotten better? Because I know overall, in that same time frame, beers have moved back from bottles to cans because the canning processes have gotten better to remove the, the I guess, the you know, the metallic taste. So is it, is it the canning process or... Have the beers really gotten better? I had a thought, and Mark backed me up on this the other day when we had this okay. discussion, was that the water quality, mm. I yeah, think so they have the improved. PPH on the water, I, th- I think. Because okay. I, can't, I mean, originally back in 2013, uh-huh. when you didn't have as many cans, like everything was bottled, right. and you'd have some of that RM that had that really metallic aftertaste. I'm like, oh. Now, what's what? the RM? Come on. Uh, talk, uh, Rochester talk Mills. Okay. Uh, when they had that. That metallic aftertaste, I thought, well, maybe it's the canning process, but, you know, that's not going to happen. Uh, I figure if that's going to be throughout their entire thing, it's yeah. probably their the their brewing their process source. or their okay. water source. Like, they're, they, they're not so balancing. We, we were blaming the cans, and it was their water source, and they were just bad brewing. I mean, to, to, to some I mean, extent, we're, we're I mean, taking a stab at the dark. Uh, yeah, I, I, we, don't, we, we don't. We don't know. We don't right? know. We yeah. don't know what that was. But Andrew, but we blame the cans and, and let them off the hook. I, right. I, I don't. Right. I, I don't drink Rochester Mills for that reason anymore. I don't. Why do you drink I don't, Rochester Mills? I don't drink Rochester Mills <laughs> <laughs> for that exact reason. Said. It's just, I don't. Because I don't of because of that. If 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 if. I mean, originally that, uh, what was it, the Neapolitan? You think we can ever have a podcast from Rochester Mills? I hope so. I hope I'd so, I'd love too. to have them on. Even yeah. if it means they come out and say the hill with you guys. And, leave <laughs> and, and turn around and leave right back out. Well, Andrew says, Andrew <laughs> no, says I, this I really year's holiday this year pack has stepped it up. And, and from Juho. Love so, you, Juho. Oh, and you know what? That glass is pretty dope. Oh, okay. yeah. The glass is shaped it like a milk mug. 12, yeah. 12. Well, hopefully 12. tomorrow we're going to have a... a a plug going out there. Nice. To get nice. us one. All yeah, right. Two. Those glasses. <laughs> that glass is Rochester nice. Mills, you did a great job with the, the glass. The glass is phenomenal. Yeah. Now, of the 12, let's, you know, I'm a percentage guy. And, you know, from 
needless to say, I'm a percentage guy. But percent of JPV we're talking about. Th- there we go. <laughs> uh, of the of the twelve beers, how many were keepers? How many were ah? Uh, leave it with them, and, and I don't need it again. Yeah. I, I would say there's two that stand out, head and shoulders above. And we were talking about the rebuy earlier on the break. And right. Harry goes, which ones would you rebuy? I've already rebought two of them. Two. So the, the marshmallow. So they're batting two for 12? Two for 12 of what I've rebought. But there's probably a couple more that I'd, I'd grab if I had to. But I would never buy the full 12. Well, if you were betting the, the percentage that so two is it two for 12, 12 four for 12? You sent down to the Oh, yeah. 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 Well, maybe so, not. You could be Victor Martinez. You could be me, Mark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so no, but but I hear that you rebought two, but potentially a couple more have the potential to be rebought. Yeah, I'd, I'd say there's maybe fifty percent. Fifty percent? Are they batting that high? Yeah. Well, that, and I might have went four for twelve, but but All Star Weekend. No, fifty percent. You're a Hall of Famer. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, so now right. now I've got a call. Now we got to call something on the game. Are they really batting fifty percent? For me, but like we said before, I'm the fanboy. So I wonder. I got wow. that, that jaded I wonder star if we could get Rochester name. Mills to come and join us at El Mary's in January. Come and hang out, talk a little bit. It's it's kind of a halfway point for some of us. You know, Rochester to Royal Oaks not a far far drive. Maybe we can have the like fanboy reach out to him. Still like yeah. twenty five minutes because I looked today. I was at holiday <laughs> holiday market. I was going to drive out there and see if I could get one of those glasses, and Look I put it you. in Google. And yeah, like, may- nope. Maybe we have you and Julio <laughs> reach out earlier? to him. Yeah, I was at Ale Mary's earlier, man. You should have called me. I was grabbing some of that bourbon barrel uh, Electron Brown. Ah, see. <laughs> <laughs> so we had two Bruce brothers that ventured out to holiday and did not bother to grab any barrel aged Electron Brown. Yeah, but if you're talking about just that pack and the two that really that stood pack. out, yeah, the uh, barrel aged stout and the barrel aged marshmallow, really stand out. Those were outstanding to me, and it's not total. Like we're tasting these beers, we got black note here, we got double dunk. They're whatever ten, twelve, fifteen, twenty percent big, thick stouts. These are sessionable stouts, if that's a, even a term. It is, but it's got a ton of flavor to me. So the marshmallow, what's what's the ABV roughly? I, don't I think it's six something, six something, six one, six two. So six one, six two on a barrel aged marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Man, can you barrel age something and it's only six percent? Well, that's oh, what yeah. I was getting well, at. I was trying to figure out well, how so that actually works. It's the. Does it start out some, at zero? Some, <laughs> it started <laughs> water. Right. right. Well, sometimes well, you're doing you, a bourbon rinse like you, Wayne. <laughs> Maybe they sometimes should. you can. Re- what, what you'll do is Rochester you'll barrel age them and then mix them. Make this work, you you'll, you'll mix them down. Rochester you'll mix them down. It's kind of like a. Man, Rochester Mills called me. It's kind of like a whiskey. And, and, and okay. You're mixing it down to a certain. I've ABV. got some bourbon secrets that we can help add. And, and, you know, look, we'll turn you into a powerhouse. Call me Rochester Mills. Well, well again, man, we don't. I don't, I don't want. I don't want it to turn into a bash on Rochester Mills session. I'm trying to get a I, job, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I brought Andrew to the table because because well, one because he's here and he's it's he's Wednesday, a, man. They, they need a, a Wayne. Look, but, look, if they come out with a Wednesday brew, you know, and get with me like, now. Like, if for, they for if, example, they, if they come out with a Wednesday brew. The Brews Brothers group and, and, will and, buy and, it out. So they may and, and, already and have is, this Wayne's Day brew, just so but, you know. But, but, but this is we, it. we had one Wayne's Day brew. This is brew. it. 
if, if we could <laughs> really World. sell Wayne's World. Wayne's World that Donkers produced, yeah. that was aged in our barrels that yeah. had been in the bourbon, that would that's that was a phenomenal beer. Hey, shout that to me for still months. having some Heaven Hill with a vanilla bean in it at home. You still have some? About that much. I've got about that much too. <laughs> I won't drink. We're gonna have to I'm do like, that again. Yeah, we, it's, it, it'll be gone. It's gonna be gone. The you next know, time so, I drink it, it's a wrap. But 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 Rochester Mills or anybody else, drafting table, Mark Vessel, all you guys, Ascension, Adam are listening. Yeah, Mark Donkers took a barrel that I aged uh, some Heaven Hill in with Heaven some Hill Madagascar, yep. vanilla beans, yep. and then he took it. And 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 age his blend Wayne's World style in it, added a little uh, more vanilla into it, as well as some bourbon barrel aged coffee beans. Phenomenal, and it was a phenomenal brew. Man, listen, phenomenal. The, the only bad part was that we ran through it <clears throat> um, so quickly, and, and it wasn't really enough. You didn't get. Yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry, but it, it, know, was, hey, it was. How, how much did you end up producing? How many bottles did we have? I think we had uh, two two cases. So like, 24 uh, tw- bottles. Uh, 48 bottles. 48 bottles. Yeah. So those 48 <laughs> bottles went rather quickly, they, and <laughs> they went fast, man. So they went fast. <laughs> right. We'll we'll wrap off off I'm, I'm off list. Passing Wayne my phone right now to show him one of these uh, beers that man, were leased by good. Rochester Mills here from the uh, two James barrels. Now, oh, two James. Okay, so which one is that? that what are they? That percentage they? looks a little so, bit more Wayne style there. I mean, so, okay. so what we want to do it looks, is it looks more viscous than what they usually do. Okay. Now, see this. Okay, so Imperial Milkshake Stout, aged in two James barrels. I like two James. I think they're no, doing like some good James. work. Look, I can rock with that. I need to get back and to did this. You see Wayne's the percent. Work. Thirteen point two five. Oh, thirteen two five. Okay, we, we might have you guys uh, switching your tune here in a minute. Well, we're gonna have to send you and Juho as proxies. I think <laughs> you guys are the only Bruce okay. brothers that probably could go. <laughs> because, um, I mean, the point being, Mark produced only forty-eight bottles. Yeah, Mallow produced only a hundred bottles, and is drawing rave around the country. Mm-hmm. If, if we could produce just a little bit more from Mark, or partner with somebody mm-hmm. and put that back together. We've got a winner on our hands, you know. I mean, Heaven Heaven Hill whiskey is that bottle of whiskey was eleven dollars. I mean, next time we catch somebody going to Kentucky, you know, theoretically, because theoretically across state lines. So you know, a guy with some Heaven Hill. Yeah, I might know a guy here that already has some Heaven Hill. I'm sure we could. My point is, we could source some Heaven Hill. That's not a problem. So. Right, people know people, you know. People know people. People have stuff, and, 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 and yeah, yeah, we could source some know. Heaven Hill. That's not an issue. But we, 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 and, and that was with the smaller barrel. What we need to source is a is the full barrel. Dominic Capria, paging Dominic Capria. We need a barrel. He's drinking somewhere, man. Leave Dominic. <laughs> uh, he's not listening. This. He's somewhere passed out. <laughs> he and Rocky are probably playing. No, uh, no. I've, I've bought a couple board. of bottles off Dom. Like, well, you uh, know, Dom is put Dom together is, a couple of fifty. He's probably not drinking. He's probably getting in shape for this swim match he's got coming oh, up with yeah. uh, Will Alberts and uh, what's the other fella? Oh, Can't man. remember his name. This guy, I had no that. idea that Dom was a, a world class diver. Who knew? <clears throat> look at, look at like, all the medals he bought. The, <laughs> now, now look, where did he buy all those medals at? You know, with all that was money, there a he spent buying bourbon. That's where he bought it. Yeah, <laughs> there had to be a metal clothes out going on like. No, let's get a close up and see. Are there names on those medals, <laughs> other than just participant? Yeah, exactly, you know, exactly. So, yeah, man. Um, so yeah, Dom, we need a barrel, man. We need a barrel. 
So we are we're we're approaching close. We're looking at a couple just a couple minutes left. Um double dunk. Yeah. Double dunk you know, let's, for the yeah, let's let's go ahead. Let's that's that's good. It is next up. I'm gonna go ahead and, and taste it. I mean, that's, even on the that's, nose. That's, it, that's just, I mean, it's the winner tonight. I mean, there's, it, it doesn't. Once again, Double Donk is the winner. Hey. Uh, again, Prairie. It's been such a distance between the uh, Death the, by Cherries, yeah. which is my winner, yeah, and, and this, this one. Yeah. But it's both so good. But again, you know, I'll tell you, in both this and Death by Cherries, I'm glad that the market has gotten to a place where these are not one-offs that are only available at breweries. That they're getting more distro and that everybody's that Mark able Vessel. to get a hold of it. You hear that, Mark Vessel? Okay. Right. Get the mallow out. So we're <laughs> we're going to get ready to sign off. Bruce Brothers Episode 4, uh, broadcasting live from uh, One Under Craft Beer and Eat Come see us in January. January Please 16th. come see us in January. January 16th, dinner with the Bruce Brothers at L. Mary's in Royal Oak. And uh, so once we'll again, two weeks. we'll be back in two weeks in studio podcast, Detroit and Midtown. And uh, so we're signing off for now. Bruce Brothers doing it for the culture. We will see you next time. Cheers. Cheers. That's a fact. I have been fed. That's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.